I went to a Christian college, right? And the the weird thing about that is from the like very get go, people are immediately pairing up, trying to figure out who's going to be my one, who am I going to date, who who am I going to marry by like, you know, spring of my senior year, like that sort of like crazy thing. So does this um, start right away, like freshman year? Uh, I would say there's like a certain latent pressure, expectation. It's like I'm going to it's, college and I will get a degree and also find my spouse. Yeah, you know, I would just say culturally, that was a thing that was present. And maybe it's present in every college to some degree of like, I'm going to find my romantic partner to some degree. But I would I would say there's something about communities of faith that extra heighten that because marriage is so important um, in Christianity. It's held in high high regard, right? And and so like I, I think there was just an extreme thing. So my very first semester in college, there's this um, this young lady and she and I are going on these long walks at night together, you know, arm in arm. Oh, very, very precious. Very sweet, actually. And I think back on it. But uh, yeah, there was also another guy in the picture who would also go on long walks at night with this girl. And I found that I was just like deep, deep, deep in like competition mode, like, like, bro, step off. She's mine. That kind of feeling. Um, I never actually talked to him. Um, But yeah, like he and I didn't have any sort of relationship. But the very crazy thing about it is uh, like when we um, senior year, this is long past the time when me and this girl are uh, like seeing each other or talking or whatever. And me and this guy finally connect on the intramural soccer field. And uh, and then I score a goal on him through his legs and it's the most satisfying thing on the yes. planet. Yes. That's beside the point. But to rewind <laughs> to the actual point. <laughs> <laughs> I like that story though. Um but it was made so satisfying because the stakes were so high in that first semester of like starting to date this girl and uh and he and I were in competition because for both of us the stakes were like this could so be your wife, it, it, the one. Yeah, they could be. Could yeah. Be, right? I think so. you feel that tension like walking into some like church young adult communities where it's almost like the meat market like no joke yeah yeah it's like i'm shopping for for me here today (laughs) so yeah that all that to say when it comes to like being in a community of faith there's some things that are really beautiful about dating as a faithful person following jesus and also some things that are kind of a little wacky Actually, and we got to laugh about it. Yeah. So, can you tell me more about all these things? On an episode right now. Yeah. Buckle up, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. Well, everybody. Welcome to Dateology. Welcome, welcome. My name's Matt. And I'm Candace. And uh, Candace, who do we have with us? So, we have a maybe a special appearance today. I recently had a baby. Woo-woo. And she is here, so not something that maybe 
It is common on most dating uh, podcasts, but if there are some coups in the background, that is her. You're newborn. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. You know, just walking, uh, walking through life with you over the years and years, you know, like I know having a family, all that has been a big desire. And so I'm just, I'm just celebrating. With Thank you. you. I really appreciate good. that. And I, I hope for our listeners who most of which are single, you know, one thing that even though like we're both married now and on the other side of that process, but just to have so much like preciousness and empathy in my heart for the season and fond memories uh, of dating and, you know, yeah. getting to, to the other side of it. Yeah. And I'm, it's lots of good stuff to learn along the way. So, you know, and that's what we're about. We're, um, we are a voice for Christian metropolitan dating, collecting honest stories to find liberating wisdom for discovery and for companionship. And that's what we're about, no matter what, like uh, how our lives are shifting. Uh, we're excited to be of service to people who are just in whatever part of the journey in that they might be. Because um, yeah. as I mentioned before, you know, I don't stop dating my wife oh, after we get married. Like, it's still got to keep going. So Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think a lot of the topics we've talked about are really applicable for life and relationship, like boundaries and... A lot of things that you navigate when you're dating, they're foundations because you have to keep navigating those things. A hundred percent. That's so true. If you have a long-term relationship. Yes. And one of those things is faith, right? Yeah. Uh, which is our topic for today. Faith which and is dating. Faith and dating. So faith and dating, you know, as, as we talked about, like I went to this Christian university and... Of course, everybody's like hide of their hormones, ready to pair up, ready to find love. It's the freaking bachelorette and bachelor on steroids with a uh, with a Christian twist, you know? So what do you um, think some of like the so marriage is one factor, but what are other unique things to being a Christian and dating stuff that maybe like our non-Christians friends wouldn't really understand? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's lots of things. So I feel like to to be invested in a life of faith, like, um, well, I mean, let's just take the word faith, for example. Like, we have faith in God. We have faith in Jesus. We believe that God is real and exists and uh, has, has called us to specific things. And, you know, um, for some people who don't believe in God, that sounds like absolute lunacy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, even that term, like, like God has called us. I think the yes. idea that there is this like third party that we take into account, that we talk to, that we try to get guidance from. And I think if you don't yeah. buy into God being real and active in a relationship with you, that sounds really hokey. Like For God told yeah, it... me dot, dot, dot. Right. God right. Or I was praying dot, about dot, blank dot, and what, yeah, what came to mind, uh, and I'm I'm just gonna have faith that it might be from God yeah. is blank, you know. Yeah. And and for a person who doesn't believe in God or doesn't give much credence to faith as an important way to live life, right? Like that's 
I mean, uh, I, I think I understand. I can empathize with yeah. that perspective, right? Yeah. Like, I think it would be really hard to date somebody if I didn't have any faith in God or anything. I think it would be really hard to date somebody yeah. who, like, is is well, like praying to, to discern what's going on in the relationship, right? right? If I don't believe yeah. that there's like someone on the other end of that prayer, then that, I don't know, would almost sound like, oh, I'm sending a letter to Santa Claus. I don't know. I think it could feel ridiculous <laughs> sure. to someone if they were, you know, as extreme mm-hmm. as like not having any belief in God if they're like atheist or. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think feel like for true. the most part, a lot of people have at least some semblance in like having an idea of what a higher power, like having some faith in a higher power. Mm-hmm. That's true. Even if that higher power is like the human spirit or something like that or like progress. Over. Sure. What have you, you know, people... Well, I think that gets so tricky in dating because if you're on a... If you meet someone that you're interested in and they have some semblance of faith, sometimes, like, that feels like enough. Like, oh, oh yeah. if they're Jewish or if they're um, Muslim, like, okay, so they have a belief in something yeah. and you start seeing the commonalities of, like, oh, maybe this isn't that different than what I believe. Yes. Ex- yeah, I think, I think that's super true. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like, uh, I would say that is just maybe like one thing that pops up as a interesting little interference pattern possibility when it comes to people of faith, not people of faith connecting how that works. Like, um, if for some, it can feel like, uh, and you know, like we live in a pretty like tolerant society. Uh, I think, especially in San Francisco, like, uh, people are, vaguely spiritual you do you i'll do me if you want to have faith in that sure whatever but i'm not gonna do that like you think that can be true i okay so in general i have found that cities tend to be very tolerant and that while there's tolerance of all of these different lifestyles and identifiers to self and activities i find that sometimes there's less tolerance when it comes to like fundamental ideas I think Christianity sometimes can fall under that category. Yeah. And so, like, we're tolerant to all these things, but anything that seems fairly conservative um, might not be as respected as something that is, I don't know. Right. More friendly. You know, I, I think I might say anything that uh, sets itself up as being exclusively true. Uh has a tendency to be pushed back upon uh-huh. in San Francisco. So, you know, when it comes to being people of faith, like Jesus says things like, nobody comes to the Father except right. through me. Like, it's, it's like, great. It's, it's not it's just like, hey, all these, like, you do you is a very fluid thing. If you do you absolutely. and I'm doing me, then like, there is no real truth. Whatever you say is right is right. Or yeah, yeah. Very, there's exclusive things. Yeah. And it, we believe it's true. And yeah. um, and we don't have to be like jerks about it. Like that's not what this is about. Don't be a jerk. And also, tip number one from Dateology Tip number today. one: Don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> no matter what you believe, don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk about it. And also, like, let's let's also understand on at the same time, like we, if we're followers of Jesus, we're signing up for a a life absorbing thing. Mm-hmm. That influences every single decision that we make, every idea that we might have, 
so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we, we sign up for as followers of Jesus. And that's not to, to deal with somebody who's in, who's so fully absorbed in, uh, you know, Christianity is a way of faith. It's a way of life. It's a more an moral and ethical code. It is like a, a way of interacting socially, right? Like uh, all of these things are absorbed mm-hmm. in the Christian comprehensive like uh worldview right Right, all that all ultimately aimed at glorifying god for his good pleasure and like all of that right so So, jump right into how this is complicated yes because what one of the complicating factors so there's the dating faith to faith which i think all of our episodes nod to like how do christians do all of these things with you know i think we yes imagine with other believers but what's mm-hmm. so hard is when you click and spark with someone who is not of your same faith. And what do you right. do there? And for personal experience, and I could just share this quickly. Yeah. So I was in a long relationship in college. And mm-hmm. I was, you know, I've shared my story in here before, not walking as um, clearly on my Christian path. But knew I was a Christian. Like, even though that wasn't my lifestyle, I knew, like, that's what I believed. And someday I just figured I would come around and, like, go back to church and be a Christian. And so yeah. when I met this person, they were, I think, open. Like, oh, yeah, sure, there's, like, a God. And that's how our dating relationship started. And that was enough for me to be like, okay, there's some, like, we're on the <laughs> same page. And yeah. as I started to express more how I grew up and my beliefs, he became more um like extreme on the other end and ah. like even when we we're watching movies if there was some reference to like god he'd be like oh geez like making some kind of comment to oh, let man. me know he is not on the same page he doesn't yeah. agree yeah and i mean i chose to be in that relationship for i don't even remember now maybe like four or five years um and it's hard and that was that topic oh, never went away of you know, what's faith going to look like when we have kids? And it, it was Ooh, always yeah. an issue, always. If it, like, came to tithing or wanting to go to church or wanting to pray or wow. doing something with my family for a holiday event, always yeah. an issue. And like, to the point that we got engaged and I got more serious in my faith during our engagement. And wow. that's what broke us is I was really excited about my faith. And it was a steel breaker of, okay, if that's the path you're going, we can't. There's no way to have a family together, uh, at least from dang, our perspective. Yeah. And me be, like, full-on Christian and him to be so staunchly against it. Yeah. Gosh, Candace, Like, I, I think in that story, I just hear, like, let's see that's unique to you and also i feel like i hear that story often sure which is this make or break moment where it's just like man wh- how much am i going to let my faith in jesus fully absorb my life right. or not well and, and i think will that if you keep affect? going you have to you have to compromise somewhere so you're going to have to dumb it down i imagine mm-hmm. i don't know what kind of scenarios probably exist out there i'm sure where the other partner is so tolerant that you can be 100% who you are and they accept it. 
But for the most yeah. part, I would imagine, you know, even if we're going to go to church on a Sunday morning, you're going to have to compromise. And for a oh, lot of totally. people, I think you kind of choose like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I, I don't yeah. really need to go to church. Or it's not that important to whatever X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it can water down your faith. Yeah, and not only, not only on the like, on that kind of like wanting to be a really faithful follower of Jesus level, but also on the level of intimacy and connection. Sure. So yeah, uh, right. you know, a few months back, we were having a series at our church about marriage, and it was really beautiful. But um, I happen to know like uh, one guy at our church who is married to a person who doesn't follow Jesus, and um, we always have these long response times uh, after sermons where people can kind of go do work with God and mm-hmm. pray and worship and all that. It's I love it. I think it's where the where the action is. And I just happened to catch this guy uh, out of the side of my eye, and there he is, like on the carpets, kneeling, uh, just crying. And of of course, like his wife wasn't there with him, mm-hmm. and. And it just so struck me. Like, I just felt so sad, mm. so, like, empathizing with this dude. And I I don't know what fully was going on, like, in his heart in that moment. But what I would imagine would be things like longing to have a partner to share in that view of marriage mm-hmm. uh, from a Christian perspective with. And, um, yeah, even for her to be there with him, you know, just like physically, bodily present mm-hmm. at church with him, yeah. you know. Um, uh, it's uh, a and big part of yourself to not share. Totally, like, dude, I I couldn't, man. There's no way I could do that. Like, it, even just imagining being in my friend brother's shoes, you know, like, uh, it it feels like devastating. And mm-hmm. I hope and pray for you know faith to to yeah. rise up and the holy spirit to do good work there sure. that's still totally and that's possible a battle that you'd have to take forever i mean that yes. whole marriage is being praying for possibly and yes hoping that in some ways you're like a witness to them yep definitely i will say the what i learned from my experience because i dated after that i really thought after i we broke up i thought like oh i did this great thing i broke up with a non-christian i'm you know walking fully in god's path i thought like god's gonna bring me a husband like soon and i don't know i didn't get married till eight years after that so yeah i i was single for a long time and my takeaway from the experience was it's for me it's just not worth it to date someone who wasn't of the same faith because i played that out already and if you get in a relationship even if you think like oh this isn't gonna go anywhere oh it's just one date one date can lead to one kiss, can lead to some attachment, to lead to, you know, I don't want to let go of this person. And, yeah, you know, I don't think we always think of it going into it, like playing that date for yeah. what's this going to look like in a marriage or mm-hmm. an engagement or a serious relationship. But because I played it forward, it just Yeah, because you experienced it. it. Right. Yeah. And it was heartbreaking. You, yeah, I was so attached yeah. to him and had a lot of love for him at that point. And even mm. years after, he would say, you know, to me, we, we would have gotten married if, you know, if faith wasn't an issue. And that could have been yeah. my life. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. 
um, uh, I, I brought up this story before, but like when I first moved to San Francisco and was doing improv classes and becoming friends with somebody in the mm-hmm. class, she did, wasn't a follower of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We end up on my sister's stoop late at That's night right. with the make or break conversation, right? Like, are we going to do this or not? Um, and it was just like, it was, it was a hard, it was a hard choice. Mm-hmm. And cause man, she was, she was a blast. She was great. She, I, I respect her yeah. so much. I think she's like a lovely person. And, um, and, she, and not only that, she was there yeah. when nobody That's else was right. there. Yes. There wasn't another option there. That's a huge yeah. part of it. I think is that. Yes, if you haven't been dating for a while and you do connect with someone who's not a believer, it's even more enticing to even go out casually because what do you have to lose? What? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the, what like, you think in the moment, you know? Right. It's such a sneaky right. thought because, yeah, it's just one date. It's a dinner. Who cares? It's a kiss. Who mm-hmm. cares? And not only that, like with in the case of this lady, she... Uh, she she didn't care. Yeah, she was just like, "Hey, you can do your faith right. thing. Yeah, I'll do my no faith thing. Right, and we'll just we'll just date. Yeah, and um, and you know, like, I I could just I I think I could just see where that was going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there were all these vibes about us not being on the same page, yeah. uh, ethically when it came to things like sex and mm-hmm. um. You know, uh, and, and and so, like, it's that sort of stuff that stood out to me as mm-hmm. um, pieces I was unwilling to get out of integrity right. with. Um, and uh, and so, ultimately, like, that, that was the choice that I made was, like, hey, you're great. Can't do this, yeah. you know. Um, won't, won't choose this. Yeah. And I imagine that was hard. And, and I'm also grateful it was sort of nipped in the bud right. in lots of ways. Um, and that's the benefit, too, of, like, time. Because then you are married to someone who you love. And so, you know, in yeah. hindsight, that was a great choice. Oh, yeah. It's harder oh, in the moment. Was, oh, for sure. I, yes. Yeah. It, I think, ultimately a great choice. Yes. And then I went, like you, I went, right. you know, years before really dating somebody and falling in love enough to get married and all that, right? So, Yeah. Uh, I would say what's standing out to me that we can encourage our listeners to is like playing the tape forward. I think that's really mm, important. That's good. And yeah. not only does it honor you in the life that you want moving forward, but I th- it also honors the other person because whether they're not a believer at all or they believe something different than mm-hmm. you and have some other like religious affiliation, I think you want like for that person to live the life that they envisioned and you want that for yourself. And if they believe in having sex and that's like what's important to them in a relationship, I think it's, I don't know. I think people might push back on this, but to me, I think it's loving and kind to let that person go and not be like, I'm not the moral police. That's not what I'm called to as a Christian is to tell people who don't subscribe to my faith to do certain things. That's not their, you know, that's not their mm-hmm. life. That's not their command. Um, yeah. So to let them, like, if that's important to you, have that relationship. But that's not going to be yeah. with me because that's not what I believe. Right. Right. And, you know, the the verse that's often cited with this is from um, is from Second Corinthians six fourteen. 
It says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do the righteous and the wicked, uh, what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can light have with darkness? Um, uh, you know, sometimes the Bible will, will talk in such like light, dark, mm-hmm. like heavy contrast terms. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it feels preachy. <laughs> what can I say? Sure. But it, the Bible preaches to us, right? Like it, it's trying to delineate and distinguish truth for us, right? And I think in this verse I see, um, so I, I'm, I'm sure most people listening to this have heard this before, but what it means to be yoked together is referring to uh, like, uh, plowing a field right you have two oxen uh, you know two horses whatever and they are put together into a single yoke in order to pull a plow behind them right uh, the idea is if you have two like one ox that is stronger than the other or one ox that's more unruly or tameable than the other or uh, so on and so forth right but in some way they're just not a good match for each other mm-hmm. the thing that gets thrown off is the work that needs to be accomplished, which is plowing the field, yeah, right? That's and right. um, and so if one ox is trying to go one direction and one's trying to go the other direction, you're just setting yourself up for a very frustrating experience, like that. Um, yeah, that won't be functional to the end that it's intended yeah, to be functional, that's right. right? And that's important. Um, like you have to. I think a part of our development is people is to ask yourself like what's my mission like what am i living for what do i want at the end of my life to say that i did and i think that's multifaceted i don't think it's just as simplistic as i follow jesus i think you have gifts and talents and there's specific right you know places that you're called to and careers and hobbies and relationships Mm -hmm. i think it's true and uh it's good to find friends romantic partners, all of the above, who are going to be people who are excellent partners in doing what we're called to yeah, do. That's right. You Finding know? someone that will help you fulfill that mission rather than detract from it. I think that's what it yeah. really boils down to. Is mm, my yeah. relationship with you going to get me closer to my goals in life? Or is it going to be a constant battle, uphill battle? Yes. Which I have yes. to speak to so... I think what hmm. we have all heard is those like magical stories where I meet someone who's not a believer and I choose to date them and over time yes. they become a believer and we get married and we live happily ever after. And I yeah, know those stories. Happens... My brother-in-law is yeah. that story. They, my sister and, and her right. I've got good years. friends who are those stories like and some of these guys are some of my best buddies Yeah. and their wife had faith when they didn't. Right. You know and it's kind of amazing and and actually, you know, it's biblical too. Like it, um, that's from First First Corinthians seven fourteen. For the unbelieving husband has been sanctified through his wife, and the unbelieving wife has been sanctified through a believing husband. Otherwise, your children would be unclean. But as it is, they are holy. Like there is some biblical grounding to like naming that that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I think with that verse specifically, I always imagine that that had to do with like, okay, I'm in a marriage. And I become a Christian. And so now, like, what does that mean for the marriage I'm in? And, you know, the Bible Mm -hmm. says, like, don't divorce, right? Like, stay with that person. And I think that's where the context of that verse comes in. But it is tricky because, you know, you hear people say, well, I feel called to stay with this person. And I think my 
my hope there for people is if you're in a relationship and you feel called to stay there, then then do it with integrity. Do it with yeah. still keeping the mission for your life at the forefront. Don't mm-hmm. compromise the values and the things that are most important to you. And, you know, if you stay in that relationship and you feel like you can still stay in the direction that God's calling you to and be faithful to what you believe. You know, I think yeah. that that's just, it's a, you have to know what you're getting yourself into. I think that's just yeah. like, you know, that that's going to be an uphill battle. You're signing up for difficult. It's going to be harder than if you yeah. married someone who, who is encouraging you on those things. And, and seriously, like, you know, Marriage is hard enough. <laughs> like, you that's know, right. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, well, right true. now, like, yeah, you. There are battles I'm fresh that come in it. just naturally. We're adapting. We're already like really freaking different and having to like fight through all of our preferences, right? And so, if if I'm imagining, and then we don't have like a place to lay our head in the gospel of Jesus, dude, man, that is tough. Yeah. That is really freaking tough. Yeah. I appreciate um, you saying that, just being honest about your own experience and that marriage is hard. As you know, yeah. I, I knew in my single life, I idealized what it would be like. Like, oh, I wouldn't feel these certain things once I'm married. And I oh, yeah. was listening to a meditation app the other day, and I love they were talking about problems and perspective and how we always think that once such and such happens, then we won't have problems anymore. But it was saying, yeah. like, it's not you're not going to have problems. You're different problems. When you're wealthy, you have wealthy people problems. Yeah. And when you have lack, <laughs> you have problems that come with the lack. When you're single, yeah. you have single people problems. And when you're married, you have yep. married people problems. And when totally. you're a parent, you have parent problems. <laughs> there are yeah. problems yeah. in every situation that arise. So. That's so true. Yeah. I think when and you, you know, walk into a relationship of any kind, you want to set yourself up for success and getting someone mm-hmm. the opposite or different faith, it's more challenging. And I guess the, the opposite side of that is dating someone with faith. You know, you do have, you at least come to the table with a lot more similarities. And yeah. you can say, like, God is calling me to do these things. And it, it has, even though you might not be exactly the same, there's better context for it. Right. And we'll both maybe yeah. pray about it and we'll both go to scripture and we'll both, look to mentors yeah. and both talk to our community and then there's we're not a gonna similar as opposite things yes there's a similar maybe uh authority or truth structure that like that is the support system like just like oh well i we both believe in the truth of christ's sacrifice on the cross for all of this difficulty and sin that we're tangled in right now and that's who we got to go to, mm-hmm. to like, to work this out together. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's provision in, uh, in common faith yeah. that is so crucial. And I guess, um, you know, we got to wrap up here, but one of the things that I, I'll just kind of toss out as the blessing, which is that, um, uh, a blessing to everybody listening, like, you as a follower of Jesus, you are like stacked with provision from the Holy Spirit, from our faith, with um, with just resources for grace, resources for 
uh, stepping in faith into the unknown. Like, um, I mean, there's just lots of things that I think Christianity and uh, yeah, that our faith in Jesus empowers in us and enables us to do. And uh, even just like the values of being reconciled to one another and forgiveness and so on and so forth. Like there's so many beautiful things that our faith lends specifically to relational dynamics that get heightened during dating, during engagement, during marriage, so on. Um, and uh, yeah, d- just kind of like the reminder that our faith provides the context for um, so like, I don't know, it's it's just ripe soil. It's just good soil for things to grow in. Um, and it's it's not perfect, but I mean, Christianity's never been about being perfect. That's right. Um, Preach. Um, it's oh man, I'm I'm oh cool, I'm feeling it right now. Because <laughs> I would say um, one one thing that I've I've noticed amongst um, people who don't have faith in God, um, well, you know, and also people who do have faith in God, I guess. But uh, there can be such a deep perfectionism and the world is supposed to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, and if you're screwing that up, then shame on you. Yeah. Right. Like what? That's your problem. you got to fix it. Yeah, I think that and, is steeped in Christianity uniquely because I think some of some of the truth around the Holy Spirit being with us and empowering us. I think there is an ought that 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 is like mistakenly brought with it. If God's with me, then I ought to be happy and content in this situation and find joy and peace. And I think there is a perfectionism that mm-hmm. we lay on ourselves. Yeah, that comes yeah. From I think ourselves and a misunderstanding rather than coming from God. Oh, totally, totally. Um, and you know, I think the provision is every human being is going to find this like perfectionistic drive of like things are supposed to be better than they are. But what Christianity uniquely provides is an understanding that actually, no, it's all crumbled. There's been a big fall. Like we're, we've been on a sinking ship and we freaking need help. And good news is Jesus came here to save us and to take care of things. And he, there is grace that is going to be sufficient to, to like walk through this stuff Mm -hmm. together. And, um, and there's that sort of extreme love, like the captain of the ship is sacrificing himself in order for us to stay afloat. Like that's what's going on. And, uh, and so I I guess I'm just getting broadly preachy right now, but, um, I was just feeling the unction. What can I say? Yeah. My, my encouragement from this episode, I think as usual, we, like open up something that is so complex and then we talk about it for, you know, half an hour to an hour and then bye, good luck with that. Um, So (laughs) I understand that we've only touched on this. But my encouragement is that don't lose out on what's so rich and good about our faith, which is relationship and connection with God and the benefits that come with that. And regardless of who you're dating, putting that as a priority and are the relationships in my life highlighting you know is it like the salt and seasoning to what's already good and meaty in there you know and when we walk in sin whatever that looks like for your life it dulls our ability to taste and experience god Hmm. and so you know as you're making choices with dating 
be connected with God. I don't think you can go wrong, really, if you're like connected in relationship with God and walking through life. And if you're listening and making the time to hear him um, and do what you really believe is right. You know, I think that's that's where things can only get better, even if we're doing something wrong, then God has the opportunity to to refine it when we have that posture. Yes. And it's when Good. like you know, I know from my own life when I start doing things that are out of what I value, um, like opposite of it, then I stop hearing God because I'm choosing to turn my head. I'm choosing mm. to create that distance. And so of course with sure. distance, just like any like audible thing, you're gonna it's gonna be more faint than if I'm closer mm. to where the sound is coming from. Huh, sure. So yeah. my encouragement is stay connected to your faith and what you believe. And and make your choices out of that and allow God to meet you in that space. That's good. That's good. Gosh, Candace, um, thanks for talking. I feel like we took on a, a very like exhortational tone ah! this time <laughs> around, so which is maybe a little stray uh, from the usual, but right. well you um, never know what you're gonna get with it. us, right? Exactly. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, sister, hope you have a good uh, rest of your day, yeah, and uh, thank hope you, man. you and the baby have a good time. For listening. Um, yes, thanks everybody for listening. Um, please uh, take a look um, in the show notes for this. You could see links to our uh, website or links to our Patreon if you would like to support us um, in helping produce these episodes. We find oh, we just think these episodes are valuable. So if you if you agree, support us. That'd be great. Um, and as always, we love if you would share them with the people that you care about who could use some help as well yeah all right thank you thanks goodbye everybody bye